Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Asher Marketing Podcast. I'm Anthony Giuliano, and our guest this week is Asher's president, Kara Kelly. Kara, how are you doing? I'm good, Anthony. So you have the distinction of being the first ever repeat guest on this podcast, and that is because this is a special episode where you have some news to share. What's that news, Kara? Well, first of all, I'm honored to be the second <laughs> second guest. This is uh, these are big shoes. Um, but the big news that we have is that I and my uh, our colleague and my business partner um, Megan Bennett, our CFO, are now majority owners of Asher Agency. Okay, so returning to Asher's roots as an independently owned, locally owned independent agency. Yes. Okay. So let's talk a little bit, put this into context for me. I've been here for 18 years. You've been here just about as long. But for those who don't know Asher's history, talk about how the agency was founded and then what changed a few years ago and where are we headed from here? Yeah. So our agency has been around almost 50 years, and it was founded on family. Tim Borney founded the agency back in 74. And soon thereafter, his brother, Tom Borney, came in and, and worked alongside him. And it was really just a local, independent, family-owned business. And they ran a really good business. Yeah. And even though it was local, it had national clients, Absolutely. worked with a lot of businesses that people would recognize, but it was still locally owned and operated. Yep. Um, and, you know, one of the largest media buyers in the mm -hmm. state. Um, so, yes, we had a national presence, regional presence, and, of course, local. And they they ran such a good operation here um, that we were approached by a holding company about 11 years ago, Eastport Holdings, based out of Memphis, Tennessee, and they we were their first acquisition mm -hmm. of this newly established holding company. And this was 2014? It was. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Eastport went on to buy 19 other agencies around the country in Dallas, uh, Miami, Chicago, San Diego, um, but we were their first, and it's been a really positive relationship but um, we, as you know, and I might have touched on this in my first podcast, uh, we hit some challenges about two years ago when there was a change of leadership at the corporate level for Subway, which is our lar largest client for 30 years. Um, they made an executive decision to eliminate local ad agencies. And that was a, a big blow to us. Mm -hmm. um, agencies, you know, we're only as good as the clients that, that we work with. And that was our largest one. And yeah. um, so. So uh, that, that was a punch in the gut. We had to make some challenging decisions uh, just to, to right size. But then literally right on the heels of that, weeks later, COVID hit, global pandemic. So it was a, to say, challenging and difficult, you know, recovery from that. Um, Megan and I, she is a CFO and me as a president, just locked arms and, and got in lockstep and made some really... Um, just hard decisions mm -hmm. and we leaned on each other and trusted each other and in the midst of that and knowing that we were facing some financial challenges thought to ourselves huh okay if we can do this let's do this and so we approached our holding company about a year um just over a year and a half ago and said what if we bought ourselves back. Mm -hmm. And could we have done that in the heydays of having Subway as a client? Um, we probably wouldn't have been able to achieve 
the price point that they were looking sure. for. Yeah. Um, so it was a time where it was now or never. Yeah. I mean, we're in the rebound mode, recovery mode, and um, and Eastport was so supportive of us and of everyone at Asher. They just they believe in the great work that we do, and um, they wanted to. to give us a chance and so yeah from what you've told me they helped make it happen they did they they could have been resistant they could have said no way but helped make it happen which is a credit to them you know having worked with these port folks for i guess it was eight years Mm -hmm. you know they they certainly were true to their word of kind of letting us run the business locally but i assume some of the 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 change is because as a member of a holding company you can't qualify as a small business because you have to count all the employees across the entity and you're not don't have the advantage of being a women-owned business which you may pursue now that you and megan are majority owners so there's some logistics there that might not be readily apparent but sounds like you had the best of both worlds a good partner who was willing to help you move forward and the ability to do that. Well, you touched on the reasons why we we did this, and that is to become locally owned again, to become independent, and ultimately to become woman-owned. I mean, our creative director is female, yep. our media director, female, Megan, CFO. I mean, so we were, we were able to say that we were a female operated business, but now we can say that we're women owned and yeah, we're going to chase after this certification that I hear is very complex and time intensive, yeah, yeah. but, um, but we, I mean, we're going to go after it and, and get that, that certification, that stamp of approval. Um, but being born and raised in Fort Wayne, I mean, now we can truly give back to the community that we serve and we can truly, um, we always looked out and protected our people, but uh, we are able to operate independently and chart our own path. Yeah, well, it's funny because in talking to clients especially, there were a number of them that didn't even know we were part of a holding company. Yeah. So, you know, that may signal that it's not going to be that big of a change to, to clients. But what have you heard from the people you've talked to, whether it's clients, vendors, employees, when you made this announcement? Because we're, we're a couple weeks into it at this point. Mm-hmm. Everyone unanimously has been supportive and excited for us, uh, for our community, for Asher. And, and I mean, it's really, it's a new chapter in the legacy of, of this agency and everyone. And I think um, everything that I've heard from our team, I mean, our staff is so excited and our clients, it's just been overwhelming, the support. Yeah. Well, and I'm watching as Megan walks down the hall <laughs> know, recording <laughs> this. But there was a lot of work that had to happen behind the scenes. Talk a little bit about some of the things that that will change, some of the things that won't change, and some of the things you had to do to make this happen. Now, obviously, only share what you're comfortable sharing. Yeah. But what's been some of the work that's happened that has made it a smooth transition? Um, I think making it a smooth transition has been... Um, I'm stating the obvious, but all of the work and all of the thought that we have put into this move, um, it didn't happen overnight. I wish, candidly, it would have happened a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a long haul, and I was so eager at first. I mean, it's it's hilarious. I was like, we're going to get this done in a month, and everyone <laughs> laughed at me, and here yeah. we are a year and a half later. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we just tried to think through everything and think through it from our employees' perspectives Everything that we have done has been done with our employees in mind. Absolutely everything. I mean, uh, healthcare. I mean, we just, there was not a single rock we didn't uncover under, I mean, because we needed to get the best 
benefits for for our team. So um, it's been really, I've learned a lot along the way. I mean, safe harbor and 401k and I mean, just things that I, I mean, you know, that's pretty basic, but it's been so many legal terms yeah. and required documents and um well, I think just, when you're on the receiving end of those things, you kind of take it for granted. Yeah. But there is a lot of, you know, regulatory things and hoops to jump through and all that. So yep. so I am blissfully aware of the details <laughs> and hope to remain so, but good for you and Megan for pulling it together. Now, you and Megan are the majority owners, but mm-hmm. you've got some partners in this. Tell us a little bit about some of the other folks who are involved. We do. We do. So we, Megan and I are the majority owners, but we have found just a phenomenal partner in Ash Corp, uh, Corporation, Ashcrest Corporation. Uh, so Tim Ash and then uh, his counterpart, Tony Brita, have just been such great guiding lights and um, just counselors and and mentors throughout this process they facilitate deals all the time and i've never been through anything like this and so um just so wise and experienced and um phenomenal phenomenal partners and they believe again in asher and the great work that we do and the community that we serve and um they wanted to support a women-owned business also and so they agreed to invest in us and and believe in this team. Um, So yes, Ashcrest. Well, and for those who are listening from outside of Fort Wayne, um, the the Ash business group, Tim Ash and his, his leadership have done a lot to redevelop downtown Fort Wayne. They changed the skyline with a new building and have transformed some buildings. So definitely committed to the community, committed as an investor, but also as a partner. So Kudos to you for partnering with them because they seem like a great fit. They really are. Yep, they really are. So a couple final things. I I don't think you can speak for Megan, so only if for yourself. What what does this mean to you personally? Is this something you always wanted to do or Mm -hmm. did it kind of – did you kind of surprise yourself? And if so, what does this ultimately mean for you in terms of fulfillment? Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to get real personal on this podcast. And All right. Hang on, everyone. I know, We're going to get real personal. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know if you know this this perspective that I have on um, on this, this move. Um, so my husband and I, and I know you know this, have gone through a journey, an IVF journey, and, and an effort to become parents. Five years of it, doctors in three different states, and um, just exhaustive. And, you know, God has a plan for all of us, and that was not in our plan. But when this opportunity came up for me personally, Asher is is my family. Asher is now, like, in a weird way, my baby. <laughs> I'm going to love this company, nurture this company, grow this company. And it is, it's, it's, it's my child, you know. It's going to, it's something that I can give back back I can invest in and I can look back and you know when I've had hard moments my brother Tyler said to me once he's like Kara just because you don't have kids doesn't mean you're not impacting the world Mm -hmm. and this is my way to leave a mark and a positive mark um on on this community on um yeah on on our colleagues and so yeah so personally it's much um 
it's much deeper than just I want to start a business. Yeah, and this is a legacy. Well, that's that's really great. And and when you think of it, the ability that this has, the impact it has on all the families of the people at Asher. You mm-hmm. know the 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 fact that you know when you employ people at you know, um, at a business like Asher, you're enabling them to do what is what they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, you also have the bonus of being a great aunt. You were talking before we hit record mm. about you know spending time with your niece. Oh yeah. So um, you're gonna you're gonna do a lot of good through this for sure. And we'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about Megan yes. because Megan's been a partner to you in this, and you're. You're more of the face, um, someone who people associate with Asher. She's the but brains. Megan's behind the behind the scenes, doing all the money stuff that you and I probably she would is. never want to do. So, talk a little bit about Megan's role in all oh, this. Oh, Megan, I never, ever, none of this would have happened without her. And I mean, she also helped give me the bravery to do it. Um, I mean, she's one of the first who looked at me and said, "Kara, should we should we try and do this thing?" Um, I also have a, a, a friend down in Birmingham, Alabama, um, who I'm, I'm in the CEO group, and he too is like, Kara, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but without Megan's analytical attention to detail, all of the legal documents we've had to comb through, um, you know, her knowledge uh, from because she has a, a, a rich history, no pun intended, of in the financial industry in Boston, mm-hmm. as well as in Indianapolis, um, she brought so many skills that complement what I do. Yes, I'm much more of the face and um, she's in in the weeds and we both are, are in them together, don't get me wrong, but um, she brings a totally different skill set to the table. And um, yeah, and I don't think either one of us ever when we were growing up as little girls thought, let's own an ad agency someday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no way, but you know, it is funny not to go back to the, to the child thing, but I mean, we joked, you know, I thought this was going to get done in a month. Megan not only was pregnant, had a <laughs> child and now her daughter is nearly walking. She yeah. might be walking. Reagan might be walking <laughs> yeah. now since, you know, throughout the duration of this transaction. So, yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. So one more thing, yeah. you know, one of the reasons you and I have talked about this, you know, independently about, the, the team at Asher and, you know, what that means to you, some of the people who work here, people who, you know, are well-recognized and have, you know, a long history in the community, as well as some of the folks who just are kind of behind the scenes, who are the glue that holds this place together. Yes. How much did that impact your decision when you look at the people, you know, who work here and in West Virginia and in D.C. and in Indy? How did that, you know, affect your decision to go for this? Uh, it was everything mm-hmm. in my decision, our decision to do this. It was everything. Um, you know, when you are are in a holding company environment, it's it's business, and there are efficiencies sometimes that need to be made that you don't have control of when you're not at the head of the table. Mm-hmm. And it's all of every single one of our team members that, um, you know don't necessarily get the FaceTime with clients or don't necessarily, you know, shine in that limelight, whatever that limelight is defined as for them. But it's keeping this team together who have given so much to this agency and who are so good at what they do. It's why we did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's 35 families that, you know, we have, have brought along on this journey with us and we're growing, we're, we're hiring. And, um, 
in some of our, our candidates because we're in conversations now looking to fill a position or two. I mean, it excites them so much that we're you know, yeah. going to be a woman-owned business and that we're yeah. locally owned. And yes, to your point, some of them didn't even know that we weren't locally owned <laughs> yeah. because we've been able to operate sure. so independently. Sure. And Thanks our, again. And our people, and yeah. it's not just in Fort Wayne. All of our people in in the offices are involved in the community, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and being part of a holding company didn't change that. The holding company was supportive of it, yep. but it's a different level of investment when it's when it's owned locally too. Yep, it is. Yeah, I know. I keep saying local, but it's so important. It's in the culture of Asher that we give back to the communities where we serve. Yeah. So whether it's it's Mike in the D.C. area or Steve leading the crew in Charleston, um, you know, Margaret in, in Indianapolis, it's. It's our teams in each of those communities that now they can say, I mean, they, they are they are local. I mean, they are we are an independent small business. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you and Megan and congratulations to us. This yes. is good for everyone. Anything else you want to add? Any final words on this big change? No, I just um I feel sometimes I wonder how old I feel, but I feel young. <laughs> I feel hungry. There's a a whole road ahead of all of us. And I'm so excited. You know, we were we were signing our, our final paperwork and, and Tony Brita was there with us. And he, it, it just felt like the end of this long haul. Mm-hmm. And he looked over at Megan and I, he goes, this is the starting line. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's where I, that's yeah. where we are. Yeah. And this is just the beginning with this, this long history behind us that, um, that gives us the experience and uh, the recognition and the equity to move forward, but just really excited. And we're all, you know, we're all in this. We're all, um, there's such a good commitment from everyone on our team and here we go. I literally, this is the last thing I'll say. I keep saying this in my mind. I'm like, oh, this is the last thing. But when I wrote the largest check I've ever written in my entire life in the memo, I put, here we go. So that's, that's, so, so a lot of work ahead. Yes. And what that means is you need to get to yoga class. Yes, so you I do. Can relax a little bit. Namaste. There we go. <laughs> well, Kara, thank you so much for doing this, and thanks to everyone who took the the opportunity to listen to this very special episode of the Asher Marketing Podcast. We will be back next week with hopefully no more really big news, but another great guest, and we hope you will join us then. <laughs> <laughs>